Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for Westworld on HBO and Sky Atlantic. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you doing today? I'm very well. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. Good. Uh, um, yeah. So this is for season two, episode three, which was called Virtue Fortuna, but like Virtue E Fortuna. Um, yeah. Yeah. T- I typed it into uh, WordPress for the title of the poster course, and uh, it said, no, that's not correct. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, although, yes. Yeah. Although WordPress can make mistakes with that sometimes. But yeah, yes. uh, it came up as a, as a misspelling. But it's apparently some sort of Italian meaning or something. So. Yeah, I, I will take your word for that. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, that's the name of the episode. What did you think of it? I really like this episode. I, I thought mm-hmm. it was uh, it was nice that we actually got to see one of the other parks, which is uh, is good. That was an interesting way of opening things up. Um, I, it, it still gets even more confusing as you go further through of, of what timelines fit where and you know how many different timelines are running. And uh, I, but yeah, I mean, I, overall, I think it was a really um, solid episode this time around. I. Um, I like the fact that they brought the bit of the ghost nation back in, which we haven't seen for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I like the stuff going on with Bernard. We got a nice big battle sequence, which was lovely. So, um, I mean, not for the people in it, obviously, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, but yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, overall, I, I really rather, rather like that. I, uh, and, uh, particularly interested in seeing more of the parks now. Um, In fact, we, 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 we saw one park and right at the end, they, they kind of reintroduced another park as well. Kind of. So yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Especially with the uh, particular note that I wrote, but you'll have to wait till the end of the recap to see what I wrote. (laughs) Yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, I, thought, I really liked this episode as well. I thought it was really good. Uh, a few people had a problem with the battle sequence. Um, I think the main problem that people are having, and it's something I... It's weird. It's something I agree with, but it doesn't affect my feelings of the actual battle itself. Um, but a lot, right. a lot of people are talking about the fail-safe sort of for the park, and we have uh, an email about that as well. That seems to be a big kind of discussion that's going on. Of course, with Westworld, yeah, if, yeah there's always loads and loads of discussion anyway. Um, I haven't been onto Reddit myself, but apparently Reddit's like just flooding with um, Westworld stuff. So I guess go and have a look if you want to. Um, but yeah, really good episode. Um, 
it moves things along slightly, but it doesn't. It so it doesn't like pause any plot lines. It moves them forward, but we still don't know the answers to a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that because we've got what seven, yeah, seven episodes left of the season. I'm hoping that the current plot lines that we have, so like Maeve going after her daughter, um, and Dolores doing this this uprising. I hope that's not. We don't have to wait till the end of the season. I hope that there's other stuff. But then again, we just had the samurai introduced, and we had uh, like this mystery with the tiger and all that kind of stuff. So there's mm. other things happening. But with those two particular plot lines, I'm wondering when they're going to wrap up. And I hope it's not the end of the season because that's still a bit of a way, uh, a bit far away kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I guess yeah. we'll just we'll just have to wait and uh, be patient. So. Um, I mean, we're very patient with Walking Dead, so I think we could do the same here as well. <laughs> um, oh yes, we're extremely patient with yeah. Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, very. Um, it it almost makes you wonder. Just to do a quick, small little comparison. Like, um, we we were wondering in the last two two weeks or so, like how much longer they could stay in Westworld and what kind of plots and how that would all fold out, especially with like the five season potential plan that mm. they have. How on earth did they manage to do 32 episodes of a Negan arc? I don't know, but, um, <laughs> yeah. How did they manage to, to yeah, I don't know, but, um, do, I, you, do yeah. you get what I mean? Where you've got, like, this, the, not smaller plot lines, but the soon-to-be-possibly-ended plot lines of these, and we're wondering when they will finish in, like, a 10-episode season, and then you have this big 32 episode thing, I don't know, but it's, uh, it's kind yeah. of, it's kind of funny. Filler, about it. filler, yeah. a lot of, lot of filler in, in Walking Dead. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, good episode. I, I, I enjoyed it. So, um, and this was the first time, um, that I did a second watch and took notes down. So I've got, uh, got some more stuff, but not like loads and loads and loads of things. So, yeah. uh, all right, before we get into the recap and the things I did write down, that's well let you know what we're doing at entertainmenttalk.org. There's still lots and lots of other things happening. Uh, yesterday me and Robert did a catch up episode, um, for the flash so for episode 16 to 20 which included a uh, run iris run uh what did you think of that episode david uh which one was run iris that, I- that, iris was, run? that was 16 when they had like the dna swap thing oh yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah i i do wonder whether whether she campaigned for for <laughs> at least getting a super suit on one at least one episode <laughs> to do okay. uh, but um yeah i mean i each one of those kind of fillery episodes that one, one i think of, one of the more fun ones though so yeah yeah i mean it yeah. was it was fun it was fun and you know uh i think those shows sometimes need some uh some more fun in them unless you're legends which is just fun all the way through so <laughs> yeah um but yeah we have coverage of all the dc shows so uh apart from gotham um i should say all the arrowverse cw shows that's why it's called cw superheroes because um, right. it's only those ones. Um, so yeah, we have coverage all all those, but this week we caught up with uh, Arrow, uh, Flash, sorry. Um, but Arrow will be this Thursday anyway, so have a look out for that. Um, but in case you didn't know, we do sort of five chunks of episodes, so we take out some of the filler stuff and don't right. talk about that as much because uh, we sort of did far too many podcasts last season. But um, that's explained in the preview podcast we did a while ago. Uh, but the next two episodes for Flash and Arrow specifically will be for the season finale because they're only three episodes ahead. So, or in three right, episodes yeah. time. So, yeah, look out, look out for those when they come about. Uh, yeah, Westworld of course, which you're listening to now. So, thank you for sticking around for that. Uh, yeah, Arrow um, for season six, episode twenty, um, will be on Thursday. So that's the catch up for those as well. Uh, and then later this week on a Friday, on this Friday, uh, we'll have iZombie, of course, um, and Random Gaming Talk. There's some actually, there's actually some Nintendo stuff uh, happening this week with the uh, online news and all that kind of stuff. Some people aren't so happy. Yeah. Some people are, but uh, we'll talk about that on Friday. Yeah. Um, I think I have a bit of a different opinion, so I guess stick around if you want to um, hear what that is. Um, and of course we talk about all the games we've we've been playing and all that kind of stuff Uh, and hopefully after we finish this Westworld podcast we're going to do part 3 of the Avengers Infinity War review Um, and why it's part 3 is because part 1 was me coming back and from the cinema and giving my sort of instant uh, review reaction kind of thing and then part 2 was with um, Robert, my other co-host part 3 will be with David and then we'll go from there with Chris and Sophie whenever they see it so yeah, stick around for all the parts and uh, listen to the other ones as well. Um, 
yeah, I'm planning on writing a few things, but I don't want to talk about them just yet, because I don't know when they'll be finished. Um, if you like Avengers Infinity War as well, and you have any kind of, even if you have just an iPhone, um, Fortnite is doing an event at the moment. Somehow they got the rights to do a crossover with Thanos, um, and it's exactly <laughs> as it sounds. It's uh, So Fortnite is a battle royale game where basically 100 people get dropped into a map, you pick up whatever guns and bandages and grenades you, ca- you can pick up, and uh, fight to the death. They did, they're doing a lim- limited time event where Thanos is dropping into the map. Uh, basically what you do is, um, after about a minute or so, the Infinity Gauntlet gets dropped into the map. Um, only one person can pick it up. Of course, it's a fight to get there. And then, uh, yeah, when you pick it up, you get to play as Thanos. It's quite quite crazy. Uh, I haven't got a chance to play as him just yet, but I've, I've seen him in action. Um, and I did a uh, Let's Play of that yesterday for about an hour. That will be up hopefully today or tomorrow. I'll have to wait and see. But yeah, if you've got, because um, Fortnite's free as well. So if, and if, even if you don't have like PS Plus or Xbox Gold, um, even if you've just got like an iPhone or something, go and download Fortnite and uh, and try it out. It's pretty good. So yeah, it's kind of strange. Thanos is in Fortnite. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how it happened, but uh, that's what's happening at the moment. So yeah, EntertainmentTalk.org is where you'll find all that stuff. Uh, we get a mystery man and a woman. I'm not sure if their names are ever actually mentioned. Uh, but they get together. Um, she tests him by shooting him, but he turns out to be okay. And then she says, uh, we'll pick up where we left off. <laughs> they, there is in an attack, um, from inside the park, uh, where, a t- um, a tiger comes and attacks him, basically. Uh, the woman falls off the edge, who we also see later. Um, they also walk past this sensor gate of sorts. Yeah, uh, some people are guessing that's the end of one of the parks. Or I think I, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem to actually do anything, <laughs> but no, um, no. Well, I think I think yeah. that's sort of the point is right. that they're supposed to stop. You know, the sensors are supposed to stop the you know be a passive thing that stops them walking through it. Maybe I well, it, there's two possibilities. Either they're not working at all, uh, or there was supposed to be a passive thing that the any of the mechanical you know any of the hosts weren't supposed to be able to pass through and now they are so uh you know so i don't think it was necessarily meant to damage them it was just sort of there as as a barrier that they would know not to cross but now they are crossing so yes uh do we know when this takes place it must be before because we see afterwards when they wash up ashore um uh this this must be uh, um at the you know af- after the i would suspect right after the fall of the um uh, of westworld i would think it must be that kind of makes sense um, yeah you know i mean it, well it's got it it's got to be post the finale of season one uh how far after that though we don't know because we don't know whether all the parks fell completely simultaneously or or whether it was just uh yeah whether it was kind of a cascade thing and you know it took a few days to filter through all the parks so i mean it's possible because you've got samurai guys running around loose now as well so maybe it all kind of happened at once yeah maybe it happened at once maybe it took a little bit of time i mean so it's it's certainly quite early on um after the end of of season one i would say Mm -hmm. um yeah, it, it makes sense that it would kind of be between then and, like, episode one and two of the season. Because um, it must be, if she washes up ashore in this same episode, um, it can't be that yeah. far in terms of time. Um, yeah. I mean, we don't know how much time has... Was it, yeah, it was two weeks, when it? Because um, we had that information in uh, previous episodes. That it was, like, this whole thing has been two weeks since the, like, aftermath of the attack. Or, like, since during mm. the attack. Um, but what do you think of this scene? Um, yeah, I mean, I I like the fact that that they're sort of taking them into um, the you know this new park. Uh, the one one guess is called the the girl. I believe is called Grace. Um, okay, I'm not entirely sure who, who what the guy's called what the guy's name is, and I'm trying to think of the actor's name because I've interviewed him. Uh, <laughs> oh, cool, nice. Um, He's he's because he used to play the head, headless horseman, I think, on um, uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Okay. So uh, I don't, I head, don't headless horseman. Myself, so. Headless horseman when he had a head, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, the, the, 
so uh, yeah, he didn't last very long though, because obviously they, uh, they, you know, they they got killed off. Um, so yes, I believe the the woman's called Grace. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I like this because it explains the Bengal tiger, the uh, that that we kind of see in it was the opening episode we saw that washed up, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I think it was the first or the second. Yeah. Yes, first or the second episode, we see that tiger washed up. So we know, you know, and that's when we hear them say, oh, that's from Park Six. Mm-hmm. So we also know that the um, the the Raj world or Maharaja world or whatever you want to call it, that one is, is Park Six as far as we're aware. Mm-hmm. Unless there's more than one world with Bengal tigers in it. But <laughs> I don't see why they want. <laughs> um, I do wonder, now that we're talking about like park numbers, if that actually means anything or if it's just this was the first one that was created, the second one, the third one, fourth one. I don't know. Um, yeah. What, what do I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, we're also sort of saying, oh, well, there are six parks. I mean, there could be 20 parks for all we know, you know. That's um, true. Yeah. I, I, I'm very interested to see, because we now know what th- the theme of three parks are, because there's a West world, a samurai world, and this sort of Raj world. I, I'm quite interested to know what the other, at least the other three parks that are, yeah, we know exist are as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was a, in the original novels there was a future world, which would be really interesting to see okay. as a sort of complete juxtaposition to everything else. Um, and uh, I I don't know I, I I like the idea of there being something like a a sort of Game of Thrones esque medieval right. sort of like a fantasy, fantasy world yeah. world because you'd think there'd be something like that. I don't know what else you'd have, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, but I, I thought I, I quite like this opening scene. The, the interesting thing with um, them not being sure whether they're guests or not, uh, whether they're hosts or not, or whether they're guests. We never. I thought sure. <laughs> when, she, yeah. when she kind of shoots him just to sort of check. Yeah, a bit of a bit so, of a risky. Uh, oh, it's kind test. of interesting. Yeah, I wonder how many times she's done that, or if this is the first time. Because she seemed like know. it seemed kind of planned. So uh, we don't know. Yeah, and uh, maybe maybe she's done it by accident before. Maybe she's maybe she's slept with the host before and not realised, or not realised until afterwards, and decided not falling for that again. So uh, so yeah, but I think it's kind of interesting that you've got this kind of world which is um, based around the British Raj, and you've you it's it's this much seemingly the bit that we saw was a far more gently teal area of uh west of the whole sort of park system because i mean like with westworld there are sort of family areas and non-family areas but the whole place is a bit violent you know with this <laughs> with bit, with, yeah. <laughs> with the raj i mean <clears throat> the bit that we saw was basically them sat on a lawn eating scones and you can kind of do that anywhere so <laughs> so i i don't know um i wonder i do wonder whether there's other much more violent areas of that as well you would assume there is you know there's maybe a bit where there's an uprising or something yeah. but, well, but this, uh, yeah. this park is pretty enormous so uh, yeah it's probably something somewhere um it, it's interesting to me how we talk about um I guess you do this with like every show, depending on what it is, I guess. But the like this big picture of all these parks and all this other kind of stuff and what it all means, and then you got like these admittedly kind of smaller stories with like Maeve and Dolores, like singular characters. When you've got yeah. like six massive parks, um, it, it's it's very interesting. It also brings the challenge of like balancing this show. Like how much how much of these worlds do you show before you go, but you cut back to Dolores and Maeve and everyone else. Um, it's interesting. I feel like they're managing it okay. Uh, it's, hurting yeah. the, it's hurting the pacing slightly, but then again, like, it's just the case of when do you do, when do you, like, shift back and forth? Um, yeah. Some shows struggle with it with it a bit more <laughs> than I mean, others, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, right. I, I, think, I think the introducing of this area as well kind of shows that um, although the show is called Westworld, they're not necessarily afraid to go into other areas of the park. So, as we were talking about how long, la- you know, last week we were talking about how how long can the show go on before they sort of run out of Westworld stuff to do. I mean, you could end up in a position where you know one season ends up being a, a kind of them running the gauntlet through a bunch of different parks, you know, 
So mm-hmm. uh, although it's called Westworld, it might actually just encompass the whole Delos you know, park system as we go through it, which Maybe. would be interesting. I mean, this woman kind of literally crosses over into Westworld. That, well, that is, that, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is true. We, I mean, we haven't seen them. We haven't seen everybody go out from Westworld into another part yet. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder, it, it, having seen one of the other parks now, I do wonder if maybe that is in future seasons where we end up going. You know, once they've decided they've got a bit, you know, used to the Westworld setting, maybe maybe you get thrown out into into your sort of adventure world or you know whatever else it happens to be. So maybe, yeah. Um all very interesting bernard is with the de la security team and gets asked where um peter is and we get um a flashback question mark his mind is like all over the place because he is kind of all over the place as well he's still shaking and and yeah um he doesn't quote unquote bleed from his ear in this episode but uh he's still not very healthy so um well i guess it seems like that might play out a bit more next episode with um with clementine sort of dragging him off yeah um so yeah flashback um with uh him going back with charlotte they see Stephen og i don't know this character's name but that's how we can i guess identify him. <laughs> yes uh Re- rebus apparently his okay. name it's so okay um but yeah, guys get shot Stephen also shoots uh, four guys with a revolver like a multi-shot kind of thing yeah um it's cool when those guns kind of do that um yeah. they have the thing in uh overwatch where you can do that with uh mccree like you know the uh, the the jingle thing that you have um, for Geek Town where it says oh it's high noon. Oh yeah, yeah that that's him actually like I guess booting that up or whatever because you can't <laughs> do that whenever you want. So, um, but yeah, he does like with a revolver. He shoots uh, the bandits. He is uh, fighting. They also have like stormtrooper aim because he shoots four guys in front of him, but the one that doesn't get shot can't seem to shoot him. So, <laughs> uh, maybe it's part of their programming or or something. Um, mm. Bernard overwrites. Um, Peter, because uh, he he scans him. No, he um, who's the overwrite? It's Stephen, isn't it? Um, Steve, uh, uh, him. Yeah, because he says, "Oh, I can like help you get out of here or whatever." Um, and Bernard overwrites him and makes him. I didn't write down exactly what he changed, but he's a, he says the um, makes him makes him makes him be friendly, basically. Yeah, and and with lots of compassion. That was the the yeah. idea. It makes him like very uh, like the best gun in the West or something. Yes, uh, and then he goes back and shoots even more people um it does bring a question of ammo in this show do these guns well just, I, how do these guns work it's um always, i yeah. i i think um because there is a point where he shoots them all and there's one left standing uh and he runs off and hides behind a tree um uh, with uh that's uh steven Ogg's character yeah. when he when he back after he's had sort of all the compassion added in and made the best gun in the west he shoots a bunch of them one of them still left and he actually runs off and hides behind a tree and i think so i'm I'm guessing at that point he was out of ammo and needed to reload and that's why he sort of ran off so i i mean i because he fired six shots i think so i'm I'm assuming he reloaded at some point and we didn't see it Mm -hmm. because they're going to be six shooters pretty much all of them yeah um yeah Oh, side side point. I've just spotted the name of the uh, the guy that uh, it was the guest in the British Raj. It was uh, actors called Neil Jackson. The character apparently is called Nicholas. So it was Nicholas and Grace were the couple that we saw in the first scene. Okay, okay. Uh, but yes, go go back to this. I I mean, you know how much I love Stephen Ogg. He's he's brilliant. Yep. And he's very cool. Uh, I I love I love the change that you know when they rebooted him and he's kind of. <laughs> just played that so beautifully that sort of change of of uh you know oh how dare you um tie these people up like that having being the person that had tied them all up in the first place and comes back and just mows them all down i i thought that was absolutely lovely it was a wonderful bit of acting from Stephen Ogg. that mm-hmm. yeah it was good um so shoot, he goes back and shoots some more guys uh that, that's kind of a challenge in the show for these actors like when for example, when like Peter is malfunctioning, or when uh, Bernard has to have his hand shaking, like what about if there's a scene where he's supposed to shake his hand, um, and like he forgets to, and he has to cut it or or do it again? Uh, it's it's a good challenge for the actors in this show as well. Yeah, specifically with like AI and robots, when they say, "Oh, we're gonna change, we're gonna change your personality and make you different," you have to change that kind of character. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. 
he also tell, he also runs off and tells his woman like I will escort you home. Uh, I write that down. Yeah, she's that down. like get away from me, you yeah. lunatic sort of thing, because because yeah. he was the person that captured her in the first place. Yeah, I I, I thought that was beautiful, mm-hmm. absolutely lovely. Yeah, I wrote that down. I thought that was that was quite funny. Yeah. Um, funny in a way that these are hosts and whatnot. So. Yeah. Uh, Bernard and Peter also get themselves caught because um, Charlotte runs off at that point because we see her later with the Delos team, uh, but she Thanks. escapes as well. Yeah, this all kind of leads into later with the um, scene at the at the fort. Uh, anything else to say here? Uh, no, I I think we've covered most of that bit. Cool. Uh, Delos arrives at the um, sorry, Dolores, not Delos. <laughs> Dolores <laughs> arrives at the gates um, of this fort and calls herself Wyatt. The Delos team arrives um, as does um, Clementine, um, who looks like kind of zombie esque. She mm. uh, looks certainly looks very different. Um, yeah. Dolores tells the um, colonel that she wants them to fight. She she wants them to uh, all to fight together. Basically, the colonel was given a sort of mini submachine gun. I'm not sure exactly what you would, you'd call this type of gun, but it's just like a I... mini sort of submachine thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, he practices using it, using it uh, on um, one of his one of the people. Um, yes. Because Dolores says like try and run off and. He gets shot. Um, he's he's amazed at, at this gun. He's like, "What is, what is this colourful like um, mini sort of gun that I've yeah. got here?" Uh, and you can tell, like, when he when he shoots the guy, the recoil that comes off because he's clearly not like familiar yeah. with this type of weapon. I thought all that was kind of interesting. Yeah, shows you how guns have like evolved as well, especially with um, when this battle actually does happen, and you've got the Dela team with like submachine guns and assault rifles, and they've they. Uh, the the other guys have got like single shot guns um, and like rifles and stuff and how slow they are compared to these uh, machine guns because yeah. you got those old type of guns as well where you had to like put that long sort of stick thing in I know it's probably got a certain name but you have to like put that in and you can only shoot once um, and oh you, yeah 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 and now you muskets guns, muskets yeah. yeah and then you've got like just machine guns that can just fire loads of rounds um, mm. it's kind of interesting it's interesting how they brought that in into this sort of fight and stuff. Uh, what do you think of this set piece? Yeah, I mean the um, the the sort of uh, it, it's interesting with Dolores because she's not exactly the most trustworthy character at this point, you know, because she's I mean as, mm-hmm. as we see later on, she's prepared to even turn on her own to reach her own goal. Um, so uh, and it's interesting seeing the interactions between her and Teddy. Who, because Teddy's very unsure of of the whole sort of the direction that Dolores is going in, you know, and tell it, Teddy's kind of not as fully woke as far as we can tell as Dolores is. So, um, you know, I mean, he obviously knows everything goes on, he's going on, and he's following her, but uh, I I think he's he's a little bit more perturbed about everything that's happening than she is. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of the the scene, though, I, I thought I did wonder whether they were going to give them kind of more weapons. I didn't realize they only had the one on them, but uh, but yeah, I it's uh, it was it was interesting. I I like the scene so far. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to build up to this battle as well, which yeah, some people did have problems with, but it's a good. We're talking about the build up specifically, and that was uh, that was very well yeah. done. I just like this whole gun scene of this guy, like, what is this thing? And it can fire so many yeah. bullets, and like, it's so small because it's smaller than the rifles and stuff, isn't it? Well, it's it's shorter at least. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's you know, it's, it's one of the modern weapons, and yeah, like you say, it does show how much guns have evolved over the years. And mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it was it, it is effectively you handing. Yeah, you know, somebody have it handing you like a you know a Star Trek phaser, <laughs> you know yeah. that works, I guess. So yeah, I mean it is that sort of level of difference, I guess, for for somebody from that era. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, Maeve and Hector come across. Um, I put tribal American Indians in the first bit of notes, but I know that that's not what they're called. Um, they ask about what uh, timeline they're in. They didn't. Did you watch this on Now TV? Uh, well, I no, I watched it on uh, the Sky Box. I didn't okay. record it on Sky. Um, I, I watched it on Now TV, and it didn't have any subtitles. Unless I've just not turned uh, on, or so I don't know. But um, 
yeah, I had to look up I what they were remember. saying and stuff. But yeah. um, yeah, there, there was no subtitles on the, on the Now TV. If if you guys have been watching on Now TV or wherever, let me know if uh, you have subtitles or whatnot. Um, I should probably look in the settings though and see if it's there because if these characters are going to come up again and talk, uh, that might be a bit of a problem. So, uh, but they essentially say like, oh, what timeline are we in? And we're not sure. And uh, Maeve and Hector and Leah not quite sure either. But they end up running off basically, um, escaping to this underground thing. Um, they look sort of. It's interesting, you know, with the scene we just talked about where this guy discovers this new gun, and then you have Maeve and Hector and Lee, and they're running away to this. Uh, elevator and then essentially when it goes down it looks like just a normal piece of ground and they're like where did they they're like where did they go kind of thing um so yeah a lot of sort of i guess i guess discovery in this episode um with, with those kinds of things yeah but, uh yeah they see them as threats so they sort of run off um probably probably a smart idea um they want to take lee with them as well um but uh he, yeah he doesn't want to do that so he'll just run off uh anything to say here um yeah no i mean i as i say the the ghost nation i quite like i thought it was quite interesting i don't think they they put subtitles out on that so if you've looked up online what they're actually saying that's quite interesting because i don't think you know that's that could just be somebody that's translated it um from from whatever they were actually speaking mm-hmm. i know um, that, um i don't think we were i don't think we were supposed to know what they were actually saying oh okay i know that um I think on the Monday Sky Atlantic put out this little video as well where it had that specific scene with the subtitles on. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, not quite sure exactly what's happening, but hey, at least we kind of have an idea if you watch that video and stuff. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was a good little scene to sort of push these three main, more main characters off uh, into their next um, part, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Laura sees her father and has to leave him in bed because he's basically not in a good state. Um, cause no. he's not he's not fit for battle or anything like that. So he's barely you know he, you know needs to try to sort himself out um, or get help with that. Uh, Bernard is also put in a jail. He later does try to help Peter, of course. We'll talk about his sort of reaction in a minute. Um, Teddy doesn't remember who um, Laura's father is. She says, "Oh, that's my father," and he's like, "I, I don't know who that is." Um, Laura's father isn't functioning properly. Um, she also reminisces with him about the past, um, or like the the uh, a version of the past where they're sitting on the porch and and that kind of stuff. Um, this is interesting in terms of an AI thing because like a lot of the discussion around this show as well is like, sure you have some of these AIs or hosts that are breaking out of their potential narrative they could also still all be on a narrative we don't we don't exactly know the answer yet to that but like Mm. how much of them is a narrative how much of them is programmed how much of them is like them taking control themselves and that kind of stuff it could all be very mixed um where do you sort of stand on it um yeah i mean i i don't know the the ai sort of thing uh i uh, I I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm really not okay. sure at the moment. Okay. Um. I'm not. Yeah. Because the show doesn't really hasn't specifically told us that kind of stuff with these characters. But that's of course what we're supposed to work out. I guess. Yeah. Um. And as we hopefully get further through the season, we'll um hopefully learn like how much of these characters' plans are narrative and how much of it is is their own doing and stuff. Uh. Maeve's yeah. Does, Maeve does seem to very much still be. In control of herself as opposed to Dolores she sometimes seems guided and she sometimes sees seems um you know her, yeah in control of herself it's, yeah it's I'm I'm not sure I'm because the whole thing about Ford sort of saying you know telling the man in black that this game is for you does make me wonder whether any of the the hosts i mean uh, although i do believe that dolores and may are probably sentient you know and are making decisions for themselves i i i'm still not entirely sure that they aren't there isn't a subconscious thing in there that he's telling them to follow a particular path so it's sort of a kind of a mix of of the two possibly mm-hmm you know, pretty- although they are, they do have a certain amount of free will. There is also, I think, there is maybe something in there that's nudging them in a particular direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that was kind of the end of season one stuff, where like, yeah, the, these characters are um, 
a breaking out of their their narrative or whatever to a certain degree again we still don't know how much that is mm. uh but yeah pretty pretty interesting so um maven hector do, do you have anything else to say about these no 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 no, no? okay uh maven hector are now in the underground part of the admin building uh or part of that building i guess uh lee tells them that they are meant to be um not meant to be together and they're programmed to be with other people but hector he he rejects the idea he pushes lee up against the wall and mm. uh, gives him a speech and stuff um yeah so it, this ties in again to the same conversation of like um did their programming change and now they've been programmed to be together or how how much of that have they broken out and said like yeah i think in this situation it's much more of like they've broken out of their um program state yeah. and they're deciding to be together because if like he says that they were programmed not to do that it's a bit clearer at mm. least what we can gather yeah. at the moment that they've broken out of that and chosen a you know different path so yeah no i mean this this again i think this comes back to i i think they have got you know they're not actually following like a a completely programmed narrative i don't think mm-hmm. um i think they do have they do have free will and they are allowed to think for themselves but i do wonder if ford is still uh, did still implant something deep within there which is which is like that nagging subconscious that's saying you want to go this way you know so mm-hmm. it's sort of up to them how they actually get there but he's you know there is an ultimate goal of saying this is what you want to do so uh, you know, there, there's maybe some mixture of the two going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Again, we won't really know until the uh, season progresses. So, yeah. Um, do you feel like that? In terms of the pacing and stuff, do you feel like? I know it's longer episodes because they're not like network forty-two minute episodes or whatever. These no. are like fifty-five minutes HBO Netflix style episodes. Do you feel like we're just naturally running out of time to do this stuff like just because they they just hit 55 minutes and go okay we have to end the episode kind of thing or do you think it's Uh, just i don't know no i mean i i don't i don't necessarily feel like it's been particularly running out of time um you know in a way that that the pacing's been good i suppose like yeah, yeah, no, I I think the pacing's been pretty decent actually so far. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, considering they are juggling me- various timelines, various stories, uh, you know, they don't do that thing of like if this if this had been Walking Dead, you probably would have had an entire episode <laughs> set in that British Raj world. Yeah, yeah. Before you got to the point where the woman ends up on the beach, so. You know, they yeah. they would have really milked that. Uh, uh, you know, somebody would have like gone, oh, oh, here, you know, here we go. We're going to show you this entire world, which you're never going to. You know, we're not going to kind of go and go back to. But they would have ended up doing the entire episode based around that, and then had that little thing where she turns up on the beach, and you know they would have stretched that out as much as they possibly can. Whereas they, you know, on Westworld, they they did it as the uh, pre. Um, title sequence yeah so you know i i i think i i think they've got a much better handle on the pacing than certain other shows yeah um walking dead isn't the only one but it's one of the ones that does it so no, no but it's the other yeah. thing it's the other big podcast that we do and uh yeah i i i think that definitely has issues yeah as we it, know so it makes me think like this show would definitely not work on like network television with 23 episodes and it it would <laughs> you you would still get those kind of episodes with with that so uh no def- and plus the budget would be smaller and all that kind of stuff so it's definitely better that this is on like a hbo so uh all right let's move on to um bernard and dolores um they have a little reunion uh reunion sorry they talk about uh, AI and what they're sort of meant to do, which is, you know, in line with the, the theme and the concept that we've been talking about. She shows uh, him her father uh, and he attempts to fix him. She wants to dominate the world and he talks about how this is sort of a speck of dust in a much bigger world. Because uh, mm. America is absolutely enormous, plus the rest of the world is even bigger. Uh, mm. She says that there is beauty in, in what we are, which is a nice little speech. Uh, very interesting that you've got two bits of... I guess themes in here because uh, you've got AI talk again I suppose as, as in the way of like 
this is what we're meant to do and narratives and all that kind of stuff that we've been talking about which is always kind of interesting and yeah um him alluding to a bigger world and and that kind of thing uh yeah what, what do you think of this bit um yeah i mean i think i think the more interesting bit in this scene is that is the bit of of uh bernard actually what bernard sort of discovers when he's trying to fix peter i think but um uh yeah i mean it was it was a nice little discussion you know exchange between sort of dolores and um bernard and and it, it serves also to remind you that bernard isn't arnold and dolores has been on the outside and bernard has basically been stuck in the park the entire time although he has memories of other things yeah dolores is actually the more worldly worldly wise of the two of them mm-hmm. which is slightly odd um so yeah yeah i wonder with um bernard's like condition how much that's maybe affecting his personality and character because i could be doing all kinds of things so we, we don't know what's going on in his head either like he's leaking whatever brain juice yeah. these these hosts have because i assume that that is their sort of blood this white stuff that's been coming I, out yeah of, i guess out of, yeah. yeah um because they're not humans so um yeah it's interesting like to think how that could be affecting him and like what he what's going through his mind because you see him sort of flicking all over the place with his memories and that sort of thing so um that's all very interesting to me as well um and i wonder what i i do wonder his uh interaction with clementine in the future or i guess next episode mm. um what's going to come out of that and how much she's going to believe and because uh, you know she doesn't exactly seem like she's uh quite older no. either so um yeah. And more and more characters are beginning to end up like that, like um, Peter, Dolores' father, in this yeah. uh, episode as well. I mean, he's he's probably the, in the worst state because he's literally like sort of bugging out of his programming or whatever. So, mm. uh, yeah, interesting. Um, what do you think about the speech of uh, this is just a speck of dust in a bigger world? It it it, it kind of is in yeah. a way. Yeah, no, it, I I think that that was a a perfectly eloquent way of describing what Westworld is in compared to, I mean, you know, it is one tiny little area mm-hmm. um, from, you know, compared to the entire planet. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's essentially him saying like, if you try to take over a town as opposed to the whole world, cause she's trying to do this, like dominating the West world, but not the entire world, of course. So, um, yeah. do you get what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, Back with um, Maeve and Hector and Lee, uh, the flamethrower girl arrives. I believe, I believe her name's Artemis. I think that's her name. Uh, yes, could be. I'm um, not sure. Maeve sees uh, Felix and his friend. Um, there is a grenade tucked under his chin, and they leave as as a group as well. So a slightly smaller scene, but uh, we do get a guy who's on fire as well. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, a thing. Yeah, all part of the uh, the robot uprising, which. Um, yes. Stephen Hawking has, has talked about before as well, uh, yes. which we don't really seem to be listening to because there's like robots being built around the world still and they're being given speeches and being able to walk around. So, yes, I think uh, Mr. Hawking or Sir, was it Sir Stephen Hawking? Well, Professor, it's Professor, oh, isn't it? Professor Stephen yeah. Hawking, yes. Uh, probably has, has a point and I think this show is sort of demonstrating that to us as well. Yes. Uh, what do you think of Artemis at the moment? Uh, well, it was a great entrance. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sort of coming in and the uh, the the comment that Hector makes of she has a dragon. <laughs> she was like slightly um, sl- slightly stealing from another show there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I I rather like this. Uh, Art- um, uh, Arm- Armistice, isn't it? From the uh, the woman, it's not Artemis, it's Armistice, I think. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, she's she's also got that arm, that metal arm, which mm. sort of terminatory thing, yeah. which I'm assuming is I I yeah I don't know where she got that from because it either it's it's she lost the skin on her arm at some point. Yeah, because she had to cut her arm off, didn't she? And yeah. Had, like, oh yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So where where did yeah so you know. I don't know where she found that, but apparently she did. Unless mm. you've got the the two of the guys to. Uh, uh, to to help her build them. Uh, That's maybe. a good point. Yeah, but she probably found it in some storage locker in this yes. enormous park. So uh, yeah, pretty cool. Um, 
but yeah, they leave as a group. Bernard talks to Dolores about her father, um, and struggling to fix him. I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about here. We'll talk about his, um, oh my god thing in a moment. I do have that written down, but it's, uh, slightly later. Uh, Charlotte meets the Delos team, um, from when she ran away from, uh, Stephen Ogg earlier. Probably, probably, probably a good, uh, decision in this case, because he's yes. the title there, so. Um, yeah, Charlotte meets with the Delos team, and they leave for a, uh, park sweep. They arrive at the gates and have a gun battle, rifles versus assault rifles. Uh, which uh, alludes to what I was talking about earlier with the big battle. Yeah. Um, they also do this... Uh, is it with her they do it? They do um, like a beeper check on someone. I think it's her in this episode. Yeah, it's her. Yeah, it's her. They, they check the back of her neck for the... Because they, they're supposed to have bombs in their neck that blow up if they... Um, if, if they wander through, I think that's what the the force fields are for. Actually, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, okay. the for, they, they have these things in their neck that are supposed to shut them down or blow them up or whatever. If they, walk, if they if they if they yeah. walk through the force fields, so that's yeah. what they're checking for. Mm-hmm. But as we've already seen, those force fields don't work. Which makes it quite interesting that they checked Charlotte for one and nothing showed up. If I, I you know, because does does that not show up because she doesn't have one, or does that not show up because they're not working anyway? Maybe it's something to do with the network. Because isn't the network down at the moment? Maybe that's like affecting something. Or maybe well, some, possibly. Yeah, or maybe somebody it, like turned off something somewhere. It is the interesting. It is the interesting thing that they we've specifically seen Charlotte checked for this. Yeah. Um, and as far as we're aware, Charlotte's human, but she might not be. There know. is the yeah. possibility that she isn't. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I just I thought that was quite interesting that she's. I don't, I don't remember any other characters certainly recently being checked for that no i don't i if don't either have... so i don't so, yeah. yeah yeah so so the fact that they they highlighted that on her i thought was kind of interesting mm-hmm. maybe it's just a coincidence that like maybe not a coincidence but a fact that she just walked to this day lost team and they checked her. well yeah i mean so, i get what i get yeah. why they did it but yeah, from yeah. a plot from a story and plotting point of view given that we know the writers don't tend to do anything for no reason right. on this show i I I wonder why there was that. Was it just the fact that they wanted to to go well? They wouldn't just accept her, um, and they wanted to give a sort of check, or or is there something deeper going on there? So that thing of questioning absolutely everything that happens yep. in the show. <laughs> yeah, it's all quite fun. Um, mm. Can get a bit too far with it, but uh, yeah, still quite yeah. fun. Um, I like these vehicles that they got. I mean, they're not very. Oh yeah, the little <laughs> buggy things. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're not very protective, but uh, no. Um, but... And they uh, also run out of space for for one guy. He has to like hang off the side or whatever. <laughs> Unless yeah. he just, I don't know. But um, yeah, fun little bits and pieces there. Uh, Bernard gets dragged off by Clementine. Um, he also sees something on his computer thingy of sorts. Uh, he says, "Oh my god!" But we don't see uh what what that's about. So. Uh, any guesses? I mean, it's well, we we need when he's checking. This is when he was checking um, Peter. Uh, yeah, Peter. Yeah, yeah. We there is a. It, it's very quick, but you do see what's on the screen, and there is a thing that says something about one-time use encryption key. Um, right. That's the information that flashes up on the screen. Yeah, you because know, he's trying to decrypt something, and then he goes, "Oh my god!" We don't know exactly why he said, "Oh my god," and it does beg the question: What did he do with the information on that screen? Uh, I have read an interesting theory that because um, a lot of people are thinking, well, maybe what Bernard did was download everything because he he didn't start really glitching badly again until after he'd done that. So. Mm-hmm. I do wonder. I do wonder if either he downloaded everything into himself, possibly, possible. Uh, yeah. You know, so it it's removed all the information off Peter, and it's now in him. The other possibility 
which I thought was interesting as uh, just as somebody on Reddit actually suggested this one is that um, he he encrypted all the data. So what we thought we were saying of him decrypting stuff, maybe he saw what it was and then re-encrypted it with a new password, with a one-time use new password that only he knows. So even if the, the thing does get out of the park, he's the only one that can unlock it, so they have to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. would be another possibility. Yeah. Um, all, all very interesting. Uh, the only the only odd thing is, like, if he's downloaded... If you go to the download route and he's, like, specifically downloaded Peter into himself, that's probably going to mess him up more. So I don't know how... Bernard is going to manage that, but maybe it was just well, like a heat at the moment kind of thing. I don't know. Like, yeah, because we know that we know one of the reasons that Peter's glitching is is the fact that they've only put in uh, a a very basic version of his character, so he's kind of stuck in various narrative loops. That's why he's glitching so much. Uh, and in actual fact, the only thing is, you know, he's he's supposed to be programmed enough to be able to you know for them to be able to get him out of the park and mm-hmm. to sneak this big cache of information that's in there so we don't know whether it's the cache of information that's that's causing the problem or whether it's it's the fact that he was had this kind of really basic programming put in to sort of mask the fact that he's carrying this information it's quite possible that the information itself is perfectly safe for bernard to carry around himself Hopefully, hopefully Bernard doesn't. But we'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause Charlotte might kill him. We have to see. But mm. um, the Dallas Keem Keem team captures uh Peter, Dolores' dad, and escape with him. Um, Dolores like sees this happening, but she doesn't exactly like run after him. I know she like shoots mm. some guys and stuff, but uh, she also says she has to go to Sweetwater to get something. So maybe that's like part of the plan, and it isn't quite as important to keep him around. And she was just mm. like angry and started shooting so uh yeah, but they yeah. capture him and they um she, ne- she says ne- she needs to go to uh sweetwater to get something and the uh gun battle continues do we know what she's going to get i don't think we we do yet i don't think so I no don't mem- i don't remember being told that so uh no. I guess that's next episode as well um but yeah, obviously they go to capture him hopefully then if bernard has downloaded peter into himself that like when they capture peter that he won't have the stuff that they need, and they need to maybe go back and so- or something. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, I well, either yeah. way, whether 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 he's still got the information or whether Bernard re-encrypted the information with a key only he knows. Either way, it's, it means Peter's basically useless to them. Yeah. So, Do you think they might kill him. Possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it or, would probably be doing him a favour at this point. Right, or just change his narrative or something like that. Uh, we don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was already malfunctioning because he'd already right. been taken out of the park, wasn't he? So, yeah. you know, I think he's done for either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolores tells Teddy to take uh, this guy out, take him out back and shoot him. Yeah. Uh, the soldiers, are, some of the soldiers are sort of stabbed, like walking the zombie style, sort of um, put down, I suppose. Uh, oh yeah, that was yeah, yeah out the t- front. Yeah, mm. Teddy refuses to shoot this guy, and uh, he lets everyone else go. Um, and Dolores isn't very happy about it. Um, yes. So I imagine this whole put down thing is to shut the brains of these people down, or something like that. Mm. Um, it seems like that's kind of what they were doing. So uh, yeah, because the first thing I thought of, even on second watch, was like, okay, this is like Walking Dead zombie put yeah, them down yeah. kind of thing. I could be wrong, so. Uh, I, that, I, I'm fairly sure that's what it was, yeah. Right. Um, so, what do you think of this Teddy and Dolores thing with him not shooting? I, yeah, I I think there could be trouble in paradise for those two. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because, yeah, Teddy, this is what I was saying earlier, although, um, you know, I think Teddy is woke to a certain extent. I'm not entirely sure he's all the way there. Um, or if if it is a case of, of they are all making their own decisions at this point. Um, I I think the programmed part of Teddy's personality, which is him as a good person, yeah, isn't really sure about the fact that Delora just Delora's just randomly 
killing everybody is what it seems to be the case mm-hmm. um he's not overly happy about that idea by the looks of things so i think this could be a problem further down the line could be uh and wasn't wasn't teddy the one that we saw in the river Although there was a bunch of other hosts in yes, the river. Yes, anyway, yeah, I mean, so. we, we saw a whole host of people in the river, but a hosts of hosts, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we we did see him in the river, I'm sure. Yeah, he was the only one, like, specifically pointed out, so. Uh, we'll see what, what his fate is in the, in the coming episodes, I suppose. Uh, mystery Woman, what did you say her name was? Uh, oh, the Mystery Woman. Yeah. She is Claire? called Grace. Grace, yeah. Uh, Grace, the woman from the start of the episode, washes washes ashore um, with the tiger slightly away from her, which uh, is basically in the same position that it was seen earlier. Uh, she meets the um, Indians from earlier, and they sort of look at her and probably take her away somewhere. We don't know where yet, because that's uh, the last we see of that. Uh, mm. Lee, Maeve, Hector, and the gang uh, continue their journey. Uh, Lee sees a helmet. I will read out my other note in a second once we talk about this. Um, so what do you think the plan is for this this woman? Some kind of torture, possibly? Like, to get information out of her, maybe? Or Yeah, maybe. Cause maybe we don't I'm know not what, sure. We don't know what these uh, uh, Indians' goal is. Or, like, how much of a narrative... Again, there's, there's steps into, like, what narrative are they on? How much... Are they? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Are they still? Yeah. How much in control are they? Because we don't quite know. Mm-hmm. So they got no idea what their yeah. goal really is, apart from wanting to take Lee away. So uh, mm. maybe they want to take somebody away to like just talk and question them. Um, yeah, possibly. And they may. They so. probably out of Maeve, Hector, and Lee. Lee's probably the weakest out of that group. So maybe they looked at the group, the three of them, and went, "Okay, Lee's probably the one we can interrogate. Interrogate maybe." Uh, yeah, maybe. And this woman's the only one that's washed ashore, so she's the only one they can question. Uh, all just guessing, of course. I, I have no idea, but um, yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't. Were they particularly violent? I mean, we just saw the. Didn't we just see a wash ashore and them standing over her? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's what I mean. They might be. Yeah, so so they might be perfectly friendly. You never know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh. Maybe they just they want some new friends, and they see Lee as. A bit lonelier than the other two, so yeah. Um, yeah, they continue their Germany, Germany journey, uh, and they see a helmet, and then samurai. <laughs> yes, a samurai. Samurai. Up. Yeah, I've got yeah s- samurai in all caps with uh, exclamation marks. So as he comes <laughs> yeah. up, runs at Maeve, and uh, goes to hit her, but we don't see what actually happens. Uh, maybe she says Cecil motor functions, and that works. We don't know. Um, again, what? What's this guy's story? Who who is he? Is he in control of himself? Um, yeah. So there's a there's a lot going on certainly in Westworld at the moment. There's yeah. New characters we've been introduced to. We don't know how in control of themselves they are. Yeah. Uh, we still don't know the main characters how much in control of themselves they are either. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you're in this interesting position where you know we're we're finding there are there are certain characters like Dolores and Maeve who are hosts that have seen behind the curtain and yeah. and know that the whole thing's fake and, you know, uh, remember what happened to them before. Whereas I think a lot of the other hosts, although technically they are, uh, they are allowed to, you know, have their own thoughts and feelings now and, and potentially follow their own, own path, if they don't understand that they're in a simulation then they're kind of just going to carry on doing what they've done previously. So for for somebody like the samurai who suddenly found himself in this entirely different Western world (laughs) from the samurai world he was in, Mm -hmm. it's quite possible that he's just incredibly confused and will attack everybody that comes (laughs) near him. So Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll find out what his potential goals and motivations are next week. Yes. Um, Do you think it will pick up right from here next week? Uh, it will probably be, not. There will probably be a scene where it continues from here, but I don't know if the episode will start that way. Um, maybe yeah. we'll get. Um, what about if we get like a cold open that shows his lead up to this position? I don't know. We uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, you know, that like I say, although you know, a, a cold open that kind of shows maybe a bit of of the Shogun Samurai world 
uh, would be kind of interesting. Um, I just don't want a whole episode of it, but uh, but uh, right. you know, a, right. a cold open of it would be nice. Yeah. Uh, that's in the, the episode, the samurai. We meet him. Um, mm. Anything else, or should we get onto this email that I've been talking about? No, go on. Let's have a listen to the email. Uh, if you would like to get your email read on the show as well, it's entertainmenttalkerhotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com. I did actually test the Gmail the other day just to check it was working, and it was. So, um, yes, your email should probably still work if you send it there. Or Twitter at etalkuk or Facebook or the website or any of those other things. Jack says, why would there be no failsafe for this park? Surely Ford put something other than Cecil Motor Functions... Uh, also, isn't that a long sentence to say to a um, robot host AI that is trying to kill you? Or does Ford have something bigger at play that we just don't know about? Uh, it's a good point, because Cecil Motor Functions, yes, that's a long thing to say to something that might be about to yes. cut your head off or shoot you in the head or any other number of injuries. Um, or if like a tiger's jumping at you or, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe just like freeze or stop or maybe they should have a list of like 10 different phrases or something like if you have more well, than I prob- say this or you know the problem is it would need to be something which isn't a very common world a word in Westworld well yeah in Westworld or anywhere so it I would need to be so. something very obscure um hmm. but yeah I mean I get I he's quite right see so that all motor functions is a very difficult phrase to get out particularly in a hurry so um I, and yes you would have thought there'd be one massive kill switch somewhere that turns them all off, but apparently there isn't, which slightly design overflow, you know, floor somewhere. Uh, that was an oversight, I think, in the uh, design of Westworld. Unless, of course, the big thing that they're heading towards may be, may be some sort of big kill switch. We don't know. That seems unlikely, but it yeah. maybe. Yeah, although that would mean most of our characters die or get yeah. switched off or whatever, so... Um, that would be kind of interesting if, like, all of the characters suddenly shut down, and then like the Dallas team could come in and 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 do something else other than just because mm. what the failsafe failsafe is at the moment is this Dallas team just rushing in and trying to kill everyone. Um, yeah. but may, maybe Ford didn't want to failsafe. Maybe he wanted this to happen, or this is part of a different narrative, or some other bigger picture that we have no idea about. Um. Maybe he's watching from a secret tower somewhere or something. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, because like we said, he could have just transferred his consciousness or his brain to something else, and then let his previous version die. And I don't know. Um, yeah, there's a big rabbit hole there, I suppose. Yes. Uh, yeah. What would I guess a, a kill switch, just like an off switch, not like a explode head kind of thing, would be the best thing you could do, and you could give one to like all the Delos team, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, you would have thought there'd be some physical kind of shut-off switch. Although, uh, you know, given given that we now know that none of the lasers at the edge of the park are working, the chances right. are that even if there was some sort of kill switch, it would probably have been bypassed by whatever Ford did to, you know, whatever made them conscious. Anyway, mm-hmm. I... I would suspect that even if there was one, it wouldn't be working. Because if freeze all motor functions presumably is the local kill switch, even if there was a big massive kill switch somewhere, uh, you know, a short of of literally blowing them all up, you know, with bombs in their head or whatever. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, even if there was a global kill switch, I don't see why that should work if they're not listening to other commands anyway. Right, but maybe so, it's a big like manual override kind of thing i don't know um yeah but i mean you know they're yeah. all wireless things anyway so if right. they've managed to find a way of ignoring certain commands there's no reason to think why they might not have found a way of physically shutting off whatever it is that mm-hmm. is supposed to be able to shut them down so well, when did we last see seasonal motor functions work was that like early season one i guess because hasn't that been working for a while so it will be some point in season one it's yeah. certainly not worked since then i don't think <laughs> no uh again all this like robot uprising could just be part of a bigger picture which is part of the end game which we don't know about so again we'll just have to wait and see but um yeah that's that's the podcast for this week uh thank you all for listening you can find all of our content that we mentioned 
on entertainmenttalk.org. You can find David on geektown.co.uk. Uh, there's some upfronts next week that you mentioned to me. Yes, yeah. All the uh, upfronts are the presentations that all the US um, networks make to introduce what they're going to be showing over summer and um uh, well mainly autumn actually right. uh so uh so we we should know um nbc fox abc cbs and the cw uh all of those will be announcing what shows they have coming up in the autumn and what shows they've cancelled so um right. for those that haven't been announced yet we should know most of those next week should also say um Geek Town Radio this week, if you like your robots, uh, Geek Town Radio this week also has interviews with uh, the cast of Humans, uh, which I I did on set with them last year. So if you want to go and listen to that, because Humans is back in a couple of weeks. So if you want to go and listen to that, that's on geektown.co.uk. Cool. Yeah, if you also want to get caught up with the Humans, the box sets are on all four. No idea where they are in the US. I know it's AMC... Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's just an AMC, isn't it? Um, but I don't know how the box sets work or whatever. Um, but if you're in the UK and you want to get caught up on a on a British uh, AI humans kind of show, which is called Humans, uh, it's on all four as well. So uh, go and check that out. And then Thursday, seventeenth of May at nine is when season three starts. So uh, uh, yes, that sounds right. There's still some time to uh, to get caught up. So um, yeah, yeah, go and get caught up with the show. And uh, enjoy that as well. Um, I should also mention as part of this week's episode, I'm being allowed to post this podcast in uh, Westworld Beyond. It's a Facebook group um, that's run by various people. Of course, lots of theories and speculation and whatnot is probably in there as well. Um, There's not much of a chance of spoilers because it's only the day after that we get this. Or literally like the next morning and it's also simulcast as well. So... um, yeah, it's not as much as a worry as like a flash group or something where it's a couple of weeks ahead yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, go and join the group. Join in in the probable uh, high amount of discussion. Uh, also, there's someone Reddit, of course, as well. But yeah, go and join that group. Join in the discussion because uh, I'm being allowed to post that uh, in there this week if I mention the group, which I just did. So um, yeah, go and join <laughs> the group and uh, have a good time. You can also join our Facebook group as well. Uh, you can like the Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter at etalkuk. You can support us. Uh, there's three different options. Of course, word of mouth. Tell your friends, family, everyone like that. Uh, or everyone that you think might be interested in the stuff that we do, which is lots of different stuff. Uh, Amazon affiliate link. That's where you do your shopping on Amazon. We get a small cut of the amount that you spend, but it doesn't cost you anything extra, apart from probably your shipping costs. <laughs> um, and, of course, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk is where you can redeem rewards of your choosing. So if there's a video game, TV show, book, comic book, anything like that that you'd like us to review, just redeem the uh, correct reward and we will uh, take it from there. Um, There's also where you get your ad-free podcast as well, so that's good as well. Uh, You can check out um, more of me playing um, Fortnite probably on Twitch. I don't know when exactly I'm going to be doing it, but uh, the Let's Play of the uh, first Avengers thing um, will be going up tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, That's twitch.tv forward slash iamatty94. Uh, Robert also has um, a Mixer game streaming channel. He doesn't do it on uh, Twitch. He does it on Mixer. But he's got a schedule for his. Check that out on the website as well as our actual schedule. Yeah, I think that's everything for this week. Thank you all very much for listening. And we will see you next time for the weird and wonderful world of Westworld. Goodbye. Bye.